Welcome to this sermon from Silver Lake Baptist Church. Our mission is to celebrate the greatness of God with all we are for the joy, hope, and renewal of our community. We are so glad you have chosen to listen to our message. We pray you will be blessed by your time with us today. Hey, good morning, Silver Lake. Great to see you guys this morning. Uh, I'm excited about today. Today is actually um, Palm Sunday. I actually got a little rabbit there that I like to preach to because like, I'm kind of tired of looking at my face all the time. But I wanted to share with you because um, actually I'm not tired of looking at my face all the time. I'm tired of preaching to myself all the time, which I probably really <laughs> need it more than any of you all do, right? But um, today is Palm Sunday, and so here I am. I'm uh, um, back at at you here live video um, or video if you're seeing it later too. But um, I just wanted to share with you guys a little bit because I think it's a great day, and I want to celebrate Palm Sunday. That's why I, I like got my palm hat, and that, that's why they call it Palm Sunday is because it's the day that all the cowboys wear their palm palm leaf cowboy hats. So actually, that's not true, but I I believe that it's true if I want okay so anyway but Palm Sunday's got a lot of significance and there's so much in it that I just wanted to jump in and share and um, so um, this is one of my favorite topics in the Bible because it hits home um, so so much for me because of what Jesus did for us and who he is so um, I want to say a quick prayer and then we're going to jump into the to the word here father thank you for your word thank you for being with us thank you for your peace and your grace Holy Spirit, I just submit myself to you. Speak through me and get across what you once said this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, here, here we go. Got my Mr. Magoo glasses. Getting ready to, to rock and roll right here. So I'm going to start off here in um, Matthew. And uh, it's um, Matthew chapter 21, and I'm going to start in verse 1. And, it, and this is what it says. As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethpage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus said, sent two disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and at once you will find a donkey tied there, tied there with her colt by her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, tell him that the Lord needs them, needs them, and he will send them right away okay now this is cool but he jesus is going into jerusalem and and we call it palm sunday but back then they didn't call it palm sunday they called it lamb selection day so it goes all the way back to to exodus chapters 12 one, um and um when god told them on on a certain day and it happened to be the 10th of nisan not nissan like the car you drive right the nissan cars but nissan is the month of Nisan, and on the 10th day, he said, I want you to take a lamb. And so it was a day that they took the lamb for Passover, and it was a day that they took the lamb that was spotless and without blemish. And so so all the, the people in Jerusalem were, were preparing for Passover, and they were preparing for, for this great celebration, and here comes this lamb selection day. And I love this because the Bible sa says that Jesus is the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, and that's in John chapter 1, verse 29. And then it says in 1 Corinthians 5, 8, it says this, Christ is our Passover lamb. And so we we see pr 
prophecy being fulfilled right here that was written all the way back in in Zechariah. So so there wasn't no coincidence, and it was just doesn't just wasn't by accident that that Jesus was here, but it was because it it was appointed and it was anointed by God, and and there was a purpose in in what He was doing here. Oh my! Just touched my face. I'm sorry. My hands are clean. I promise you. I I ain't been anywhere but to the barn. So here it says, and I want to read to you about, I'm going to go back to Zechariah and talk to you about exactly what it does say. Because here in Zechariah chapter um, 9, in verse 9, it says this. I love that. Because like when I think of uh, uh, 9 and 9, I think of 99. And then I think, you know what? Jesus would leave the 99 and just come after one. And that's because he's not just the Lamb of God, but he's a good shepherd and he loves you. And, and he's got a heart for you. And... Um, He'd leave everything he's doing just to make time for you. That's free. That's out of my message. So, um, it's in his, though. So, receive that and grab a hold of that. Zechariah, verse 9, chapter 9, verse 9. And back to Mr. Magoo glasses here. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, daughter of Jerusalem. See your king comes to you, righteous and having salvation gentle and riding on a donkey on a coal the foal of the donkey i love that is it, it here he's talking about this years and years and years before jesus was even born and he's saying rejoice this is the time to rejoice this is the time for you to shout this is the time for you to get excited because here comes the king, the Messiah, the one that you've been waiting for to bring you salvation. And now he's coming, but he's not coming like you expected him to come. He's coming in a different way and coming in a different um, aspect than what you thought. See, see, we they were expecting him to come triumphantly riding on a white horse, man. But he come riding on a, on a donkey, right? And he said, you know what? I'm here to be a humble servant, but I'm coming back as a victorious king. And we can rejoice in that. But he came with a purpose to serve and to die and to be the Lamb of God that would take away the sins of, of the world. But I was just thinking about this. I got this horse I've been working with, and and this horse is named Wiley, and some friends of mine brought him to me to, to be trained. And, and as I'm training him, uh, as I've been working with him, um, I learned a lot about him. Um, one of the things I learned about Wiley was that um, he didn't know he was a horse, man. He thought he was a dog, and that's the reason he come to me, because, like, he could be pretty nasty and pretty mean, and you go to move his feet around or ask him to do something, and he's like, you know what, I ain't doing that. Uh-uh, I'll, I'll get you, and he'd pin his ears back and maybe rear up and paw at you. It was kind of rude. So me and Wiley, we we had a little talk, not with Jesus, but I talked to Jesus a few times because he scared me a little bit, but we had a little talk. And as we talked, we kind of worked things out. And and I was thinking about why. I was like, man, it's like he doesn't understand pressure and release. And he doesn't understand how to move his feet. And he doesn't understand. And I was like, you know what? She just got this horse. And and this horse really isn't a horse. He's like a 1,300-pound dog. And he's like crawling in our lap and crawling in in our space and, and ju just not backing off at all. And so one of the things we did we did two things. You're like, well, how did you help that horse? Well, I prayed a lot, and then I done what God God showed me and gave me the talent to do. But one of the things we did was he was hot on food, man. He was eating the wrong stuff, and so 
Um, he was all hyped up, so we pulled him off of what he was eating and gave him some good food. Next thing I did was I just taught him to move his feet and go in the right direction and, and to, to release off of pressure instead of fighting against everything that I was trying to do. And so um, it really opened my eyes a lot to some of the stuff that maybe I do too, man. A lot of the times, especially in, in situations like we're in right now, is like we're going through a lot and, and seeing so much stuff coming into our ears and looking and seeing stuff and hearing bad news all the time. And some of the times we're starting to react because of it and starting to, to get concerned because of it and starting to make decisions because of it and not because of what we're hearing in the Word of God. And so what's happening is we're eating the wrong things. We're, we're eating what, what everyone else is feeding us and not finding out what God says. And what God's saying about you is that there is hope and there is a future and he has a plan for us. So trust him and let him move and work in your life. Next thing was moving his feet. Well, when we hear the word of God, sometimes we got to be able to do the word of God too. Act on that stuff. Now, I ain't always good at that. Like I can hear sometimes, but sometimes I don't hear either. I don't, I have to hear it over and over and over and then finally I get it. But then when I do, I'm able to be pliable and, and work with, with, with God and what, what he's trying to do. So here Zacharias prophesying, hey, rejoice greatly, O daughter of Jerusalem. Shout, daughter of Jerusalem. See your king comes to you, righteous and having salvation. He is righteous. He is the perfect lamb of God. And he has salvation. If you're looking for salvation, if you're looking for hope, if you're looking for peace, you can find it. You can find it in one place, and his name is Jesus. And it says he's uh, having salvation, gentle and riding on a donkey. Now, I'm not sure if they're talking about was Jesus gentle or was a donkey gentle? Because like, it says he took the unbroke colt. And um, for me as a cowboy, that's kind of the one that I would choose because like, I've done so many colt starting challenges. I like to start fresh. And so I like to start in a new place. And that's what Jesus did is he took the colt. He took this unbroke colt and they brought it to Jesus. And here Jesus is like, you know what? No problem. I'm going to ride it through this crowd of people where there's there's thousands, there's tons of people on each side. And not only is he going to ride an unbroke donkey. If you ever been around donkeys, they're pretty stubborn anyway. Like horses are one thing, but donkeys, good Lord, man, you need you need a prayer meeting after messing with one of those things. But here Jesus, he's like, you know what? I'm going to take this, this unbroke donkey and I'm going to ride it right through this crowd of people as they're waving the palm wing, shouting, Hosanna, 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 Baruch Ababa, Shemad Adonai. They were saying, Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And they were just singing and shouting. And here Jesus is riding this unbroke donkey. And it just made me think, you know something? Jesus knew what he was doing and he had a way, not not just with people, but, but with animals, but God was in it. And that donkey was chosen for this time and for this season and for this place, just like you are. There was chaos going all around this donkey and it looked like there was, there that it was going through a war zone, but you know what it was doing? It was escorting the king of kings and and the lamb of god to the place that he needed to be and so so we can know that we're carriers of jesus and we're carriers of the holy spirit and we're carriers of what god wants to do through us so 
we can know that in this season when we're going through hard times or maybe you're having good times in this season, Ehog, good for you. But as we go through these things, we can still get through the other side and we can know that God's for us and that he's got a plan in all of it. And so you can rest in that. It's not a coincidence. It's not an accident, but God has a plan for you. He says this after he says, on a colt, a foal of a donkey, I will take away the chariots from Ephraim and the, and the war horses from Jerusalem and the battle bow will be broken. He will proclaim to the nations his rule will extend from sea to sea, from, from the river to the ends of the earth. As for you. Now, who's he talking to when he says, hey, cowboy, hey, cowgirl, hey, hey, believer, hey, maybe you ain't a believer yet, but you're getting ready to be. Hey, you, hey, you, as for you, because of the blood of my covenant with you, he says this. I will free your prisoners from the waterless pit, and I will re uh, from the waterless pit. And then he said, "Oh, we don't want to hear this because it's like we're all already in our fortresses, kind of, because we're we're a, a stay at home here." But it says, this, "Return to your fortress, O prisoners of hope. Even now, I announce that I will restore twice as much to you." Now watch this. That's pretty cool. He's saying, Re return to your fortress, O prisoners of hope. He's like, I'm giving you a stay-at-home order, but this stay-at-home order isn't for you to stay in fear, or to stay in lack, or to stay in, in, in a state of confusion or anger. Maybe you're mad. Like, I went through things where I was just frustrated, and I, I was just like, man, I'm a pastor, and, and I, I've got people that, that I want to see get through this so without any mark or any smell of smoke and so the burden of that sometimes can get so heavy that that you're like man god what what's going on but even in the midst of that i get the opportunity just like you do when you're worried about your family and you're worried about your kids or you're worried about your parents or you're worried about maybe you're worried about your dog i don't know that when you're worried god says i want you to return to your fortress and then he says, what is your fortress? He t gives us a hint. He goes, because you're a prisoner of hope. Man, if I'm going to be stuck at a stay-at-home thing, I want to be stuck in hope. Because I know, know that hope deferred makes the heart sick. But when it comes forth, it's a spring of life. And we have hope, and his name's Jesus. And it says, even now, <laughs> I announce that I will restore twice as much to you. So it's not a coincidence or accident you're kicking in right here. God planned it. God had a purpose for you to be clicked on right here. And I've had a really hard time videoing this thing because I had a good message and everything keeps kind of clicking off and on or someone calls in. So it's probably been cut together a little bit by the time you see it. But I want to tell you something. God loves you and God's for you and God's wanting to bring hope to your life like you never dreamed possible. So what were they saying? They were, as they were going, Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. There's a scripture that they would sing with this, and it's in Psalm 118, and it starts in, in verse 19, and it says this, Open for me the gates of righteousness. I will enter and give thanks to the Lord. 
This is the gate of the Lord through which the righteous may enter. I will give thanks for you answered me. You have become my salvation. And then it goes on on 22 and says, The stone the builders rejected has become the capstone. He's become the one that you can hang your hat on and, and that you can trust. And the foundation, the main part of it that you need, that's who he is. The Lord has done this, and it is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And then they would sing, Watch this. O oh Lord, save us. O oh Lord, grant us success. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. From the house of the Lord we bless you. The Lord is God, and he has made his light to shine upon us. With bows in hand, join in the festal procession up to the horns of the altar. You are my God, and I will give you thanks. You are my God, and I will exalt you. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Do you hear what they're talking about? Like, this is in Psalms. We're, I'm reading to you from Matthew, right? I could have read to you from John, too, or or a, another gospel, but I chose this for, for a purpose because I wanted to kind of give you the idea of what... what um, <clears throat> what Palm Sunday was. But here they are, they're taking the boughs in their hand and they're singing, save us, save us. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And, and today, maybe you don't know Jesus, but I'm gonna give you that opportunity. All we have to do is we bow our head and we say, Father, forgive me of my sins. I believe that you're the son of the living God. Come into my heart. I receive you in Jesus' name. If you're out there and you need heal, need prayer for healing or, or, or need prayer for finances or just need encouragement, please get a hold of us. You can get a hold of us at silverlakebaptistchurch.org or go to our Silver Lake Facebook page. Send a, send a message, um, either email or, or um, via Facebook and let us know if you need prayer or if you need anything. Silver Lake, we love you. Everyone else out there, we love you too. And God bless you. And I hope you have the most wonderful Palm Sunday ever. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to learn more about us, check out our website at www.silverlakebaptist.org.